Good morning. Happy Feel Good Friday. Welcome to Simply Remarkable. We're so glad you're here. Now, Remarkable was created by Remarkable Speakers Bureau, and I'm your host today, Sue Falcone, founder and creator and CEO of Remarkable. Now, we begin this show for you. We want you to know the talent that we represent personally, just as we do. Yes, we personally know every one of our talent that we represent, and we want you to see their value as a speaker or performer, because you never know. You might be looking for a speaker, talent, or you might know someone that is. We also want you to know how remarkable they are and how they can help you be remarkable too. Now, happy Father's Day coming up to, for all you fathers out there. And we thank you for joining us today. Our live chat is open and active. So please let us know where you're coming from. And if you have any questions or comments, please let us know. Now, our guest today is Devin Henderson. Now, he's a multi-talented performer, powerhouse performer, an experienced presenter, and seasoned performer, having helped and logged thousands of performances as an award-winning comedian, magician, and in-demand keynote speaker. His presentations have been called unreal, unexpected, unforgettable, and some of his favorite clients are Pepsi, Hallmark, and Toyota. Devin inspires people to ignite their untapped potential, defy limits, be resilient to any challenges that come their way, and never stop believing that something greater is always possible, always possible. Please join me in welcoming Devin Henderson to Simply Remarkable. Welcome, Devin. Yes, thank you. Sue Falcone, so great to be here with you. Well, we just thank you for taking time out from your busy schedule to join us today, even at the last minute, and to begin this fun, fast time. Where are you coming to us from? Where are you yeah, at? Yeah, I'm coming to you. Yeah, it was fun to talk with you beforehand because you're right. We're friends. Uh, that's no lie. You you know your speakers. I can vouch for that. And uh, so I, I'm from Kansas City today, and we were talking about the weather, and it's, it's a pretty beautiful day here. So... Well, it's time to have Feel Good Friday. That's good. We like good it, weather it on those days now. Absolutely. Now, Devin, everybody always wants to know, what led you into a speaking career? Because you were a successful entertainer and performer. How did the keynote and the speaking come into that? Oh, wow. Great question. So do you want the three-hour version or the like the two-minute version? What are we looking uh, at here today? I <laughs> Okay. All right, we'll go shorter. We'll go shorter. Yeah, that's great. Well, uh, you know, like many entertainers got their start. I started doing magic tricks when I was 11 years old. And that fast forward became a profession when I turned about 24 years old. Uh, so I'm in my 20th year right now. I'm doing this professionally. Now, you're right. In there somewhere, there was this, whoa, where did he go from entertainer to speaker? And there was a very clear point that that happened. So I was doing, I was performing my mentalism, which is like a mind reading show at a corporate event. And someone who worked for a speaker bureau, by the way, you'd appreciate that, Sue. 
she approached me after the show and she said, you need to become a speaker. And I was like, boring. No, thank you. I'll stick to the entertainment. But she set up a lunch for me and who used to be her boss who owned the Speakers Bureau. And he sold me in about 10 minutes. He told me how you can still do the things that you love. Uh, and you can also have a message and bring value to people and feel really good about that. Also, business-wise, it opens many more doors because a lot of conferences don't always have a budget for strictly entertainment, but almost always have a budget for speaking. And I was like, this all sounds great. And so that's when I started my journey. That was about 14, 15 years ago. And the rest is history. Now I use all of those entertaining skills. I use, you know, mind uh, tricks, magic tricks, soccer skills, audience involvement, comedy, because stand-up comedy is also uh, in my background. So all of that, though, learned its place, right? It, it's now just meant to connect and engage with the audience to open them up to a deeper message about how something greater is always possible. And I can assure you, he really does this. Wow. Seeing you. Mm, awesome. Now, your signature keynote that you got out of all this of, of knowing where you could place yourself is something greater is always possible. Now, how did you come up with that? How did that evolve into it? You know what? That took coaching. Okay, that, that took, I, I had uh, about five years ago, I had three keynotes, right? Three different keynotes that were kind of like, I had these different things I wanted to, I had one that was based around sharing your magic with people, one that was finding the humor, and then one that was more about failing forward. And so I finally got a coach and I said, I've got three keynotes that work fine, but what I really want is one Uber keynote. Because I kind of feel like each of them is watered down. If we can take the best parts, find a common thread and put them into one just like extraordinary keynote that's going to bring down the house every time and get me spin bookings because people's lives are being changed. That's what I want. And I found the right coach for that. So she's actually the one who gave it that title because what she saw, the common theme with everything in my life was from playing the piano to being in drumline to playing soccer to doing magic and stand-up comedy in my speaking career. She said, I'm seeing a theme that you have a vision that there's always this next level of greatness and that everyone in, in the world, you know, we all have this um, untapped potential that we can ignite, that if someone would just speak into our life truth and say, don't give up, stick with it, live your dreams then we can transform our lives. We can transform the people around us. We can take our business to the next level. And so uh, my coach actually said she woke up in the middle of the night and wrote it down. Something greater is always possible. Shared it with me in our next coaching session. And I was like, home run. And so that's been the title for about the last three plus years uh, that that's just been transforming people and transforming businesses. Well, share with us. How is that impacting people? Give us yeah. that hint. Um, yeah. You works. know, the, the, sometimes it's in the comments afterwards. Like you can see, like once I finally built this Uber keynote, I was seeing more people like engage and nodding during the message of like, yes, that his story is my story, right? We've all experienced disappointment, setbacks, challenges. We've all, you know, pushed through things to a certain level and people are like, yes, this means something for me, right? This isn't just me watching a magic show. This is like someone who has these skills, that I can learn from with these little sound bites that I can, you know, put into my toolbox and my use mindset hacks to get to where I want to go. So, so that's one way that I'm seeing it. And then the comments afterwards, people just saying, thank you. That touched me. You know, as people will say, I laughed, I cried. 
uh, I got very insightful about all of it. You know, so they, they kind of experienced the gamut of all the emotions, which is really what you want for people in that experience, because one, one experience can transform someone's life. You know, some people say, oh, you need more. And, and I think follow up is good, which is why I do a podcast and a newsletter and social media. But one event can absolutely transform someone's life. And then, of course, there's the emails afterwards that you get. Like so, someone, uh, Christy, a conference attendee recently said, I remember leaving your fe- keynote feeling encouraged, inspired, motivated. And I love this part. I felt like I could conquer any challenge. Right. And then she's like, I want to take this back to our team so they can experience that, too. We want to bring you into our organization. And I'm like, that's to be able to conquer any challenge feeling that way. That's when people start to live with that. What I call the possibility mindset, you know, anything that pops up, no matter what, no matter what challenges people are facing, there's a way to get past it. If you have some of these tools that I deliver. So. Well, and when I met you, we had chosen our word of the year for um, remarkable and it was in, unstoppable. And I yeah. said, oh, I mean, we just clicked. I mean, I know, I, like, I know. It was perfect. <laughs> that was such fun. I was so glad you reached out to me. I was like, wow, this is this is cool. This is yeah. really where we're at and what we want. Right. And kudos for you for picking that word. I mean, halfway through the I look forward to seeing it looking back on 2023 and just hearing about what that word meant for you and what what kind of times it carried you through. And right. So. And then we let everybody vote on it. Our whole team, every nice. and everyone got kind of. It was really one of those things where everybody got engaged about it. Yeah, you know? that's awesome. <laughs> so we're that's so great. Now, you know, yeah. so it's like, yep. oh, we can celebrate. You know, all those good things. That's that's yes. the key thing. That's a key thing. That's now, exciting. You, yeah. Oh, it is very. Now you speak a lot about resilience. Now that was mm-hmm. the key word for COVID. Mm-hmm. It seemed like you know that was where it all was. That word. Everybody started knowing what it was and you know, <laughs> how they could use it and how to spell right. it. You know? <laughs> but there, uh, Devin, has there been one big event in your life that has taught you resilience at an extraordinary level? Is there something that happened that um, you would like to share with us? Absolutely. I'd love to share it. And by the way, just real quickly, I want to speak to that word resilience. When I think of resilience, I don't think of just survival. You know, I think of like you're powering through this and you're coming back stronger because of that experience. Right. So, so me personally, there's more wrapped up in that word than just, I made it through it. It's like, I made it through it and I'm a so much better version of myself because of the things that I learned. So, uh, which, which is true for the story that I'll, I'll share uh, here that um, a few, this was back in 2014. Okay, and this is one day completely out of the blue. America's Got Talent, America's Got Talent reached out to me and said, Devin, we found some of your online videos of magic. We love your stuff. Will you come to Hollywood and audition for season nine? Now, Sue, this is like, I, I was already a speaker at that point, but they, they had dug and found these videos on YouTube and said, we love it. We want you to come straight to the main stage. You don't have to do any local auditions or anything. And that was that was very significant for a couple of reasons, right? Number one, that doesn't always happen that you just get invited to the main stage. So I was honored by that. Number two, anything that I put out there online, I really focus on letting it represent just my years of hard work and perseverance with my craft of the art of magic. So that it felt like a very sincere compliment when they invited me. Very cool. So um, about six months after I got the initial email, 
AGT flies me out to Hollywood, puts me up in this really sweet hotel. And my second day, I walk down to the Dolby Theater where they're filming auditions at the time. And I'm, I'm jacked. I'm just like pumped for this moment, right? This, I was born for this. I was like, man, bring it on. And I'm backstage. And, and the next thing I know, they're like, um, Devin, you're about to go on. So I decided to peek out at the crowd. The Dolby Theater seats 5,000 people. Okay, now up to that point in my career, uh, that was the biggest audience I had ever been in front of. Not to mention, these 5,000 people were sitting right behind Howard Stern, Heidi Klum, Mel B, and Howie Mandel. Next thing I know, the host, Nick Cannon, said, Devin, you're on, buddy. So I walked out onto that huge stage, and I, I try. You know, I, I tell a version of this story in my keynote. I still can't fully describe that moment where just those bright lights, the TV cameras, the celebrity judges, and that huge crowd, I mean, it, it felt completely surreal. So uh, I, I went out there and I, I just did my best performance, you know, and it, it was it was special for a couple of reasons. First, um, I was apparently the first person in the history of AGT who they allowed on stage audience participation for, meaning that they didn't have me approach the judge table or that I'd make the judges come to me. They let me choose people from the crowd to come on stage to help with the magic. Pretty awesome. Second thing that made it special, I was, I, I decided to perform one of my most difficult tricks because there's a lot of unpredictable elements to it. But if everything plays out right, it has a really high payoff. And I nailed it. I mean, just like, bam, bam, nailed it. It felt awesome. And then the third thing that made it special was that audience. I mean, they were just like engaged. We were laughing together. Everything was clicking. At the end, they erupted in applause. And it was hands down to that day, the highest moment of my entire career. And uh, do you watch the show, Sue? Do you know what happens next? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it gets turned over to the judges, right? The judges start giving you feedback, all right? So it's like, all right, tell me how good I am. Well, Mel B said, so Devin, what exactly do you want from America's Got Talent? And I so badly wanted to say, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. But <laughs> I didn't want to like spice things up too much. Then she said, you know, I was expecting something more spectacular. And I was like, wait, what? Okay. All right. But then Heidi said, what are you talking about? I love that. It. it was amazing. And I was like, well, thank you, Heidi. Thank you. And then the Howard Stern said, great trick. I wish I could do that. And that felt amazing, of course. But then he said, the only thing I'm not sure about is if that particular trick plays to this big of an audience. And I was like, uh-oh. And then Howie Mandel said, I have friends who do a similar routine, but you know what? They do it better. And that was it, right? That's, I got voted off right then, got sent home. The highest point of my career became the lowest instantaneously. They didn't air my segment. They never put it on YouTube. So if you search it, you won't find anything. It, and it felt like it never happened. And I was so devastated. I wanted to quit magic. And that's the biggest point. That was the, the lowest point of my career that just made it feel like I'm a failure and there's really no reason to go on with this. Whoa, we are certainly glad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want the rest of the story or not. I mean, that's sort of the, you know, that's sort of like the downer part. There's definitely an up, but, you know, not sure where you want me to take it from here. <laughs> well, the, this kind of segues into my next question. <laughs> okay which says, can you share some practices 
that you help yourself and help others do to maintain that mental strength, resilience, so that you they can see and you can see in yourself greatness like never before. Absolutely. Absolutely. My mind's reeling with which tool should I share, but here, here's where I'm going to take this. When, for the listeners out there, when you hear this story, my question for you is, have you been there? Right? Like, like, have you ever brought your absolute best to a situation only to get the exact opposite response of what you were hoping for? Or have you ever poured countless hours or years into something only to be massively disappointed? Or have you ever just wanted to quit? Well, in that moment for me, right, I knew that I needed something that I call the possibility mindset. And what that means is that no matter where you are, whether you're in despair or whether you're crushing it in life, there's always a next level of greatness. So if you embrace the possibility mindset, you never stop asking the question, what else is possible? So in that moment, I knew I needed to say, okay, instead of quitting, what else is possible? But I, I couldn't ask that question. And here's why I was in too much pain, right? I, I was used to thriving on failure. I love the idea of, hey, let's pick up and move on from here. But this situation was a new level of discouragement. I had never experienced this level of pain. But here's the spoiler alert, Sue, something you already know. I did not quit. <laughs> you knew that, right? Because you know that I still do magic in my keynote. So so the question is, like you said, well, how? How do you keep going? Like, um. How did I keep going? How do you stay emotionally well uh, and mentally well in the midst of emotional distress, right? Because this is an emotional journey, this thing of business and life. Well, here's how. I, I Through that process, I discovered something that completely transformed how I was feeling, and it can transform all of you too. And I have a name for it. I call it the AGT perspective. Catch that, Sue, the letters AGT as in America's Got Talent, Right. But when I saw those words and those letters, it caused me pain because it reminded me of that experience. So I knew what I needed to do. Um, I, in order to see new possibilities again, I needed to redefine what those letters meant so that I could continue. And so now AGT means this, always give thanks. Always give thanks. I mean, cra crazy simple, right? Right. But, but insanely powerful. And not always the easiest for us to apply in our hardest moments. Okay, but but you know we're, we're very similar in our um, philosophies of life. So you know when you're fully in that gratitude, um, amazing and wonderful things start to happen. You start to see things differently. I started to see my failures differently. I started to see everything I'm grateful for, and rather than things are not happening to me but for me, uh, and and it really it just that AGT always give thanks can help transform anyone when you're feeling like, how am I ever going to get through this situation? Ask different questions, you know, ask like, what else do I have to be grateful for? Because there's always something or what in my life is working, right? Ask yourself, like, what in your life is priceless? I mean, is it your health, your character, your relationships? Because a lot of times when we're experiencing emotional pain about one thing, we somehow completely overlook the treasure that we already have. So that's just one tool I'd like to share right now. AGT, always give thanks. Powerful, powerful, because a lot's been said about that, but it's never been in a context of that it's personal and real. Mm. And that's what yeah. you are, personal and real. And so that, real, so that, personal. That, yeah, that gets to, to that. Wow. All right. Great moment, audience.
sometimes they're quiet out here. They're just taking everything in. So they don't always <laughs> tell us that they're there, but we know they're there because we see it later on, you know? So that's the key. But yeah, we know you're there listening. We see you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This is going to be great because I hear that you have a new podcast that will be launching soon. Can you tell us all about that? I would love to. Very exciting to be doing this. Um, and, and I'll just say, you know, Sue, it's when <clears throat> this is probably true for a lot of your speakers. When we go in and we give a keynote, a lot of times we just have about 45 minutes to an hour with the people. And sometimes it just feels like I want to give them more, right? So you, you tell them to sign up for your newsletter to get on social media and, and all those things help. But I love the idea of the podcast because it just feels like such a deeper, ongoing, more personal dive, right? So so this is the podcast for that, right? Um, but also for people who have never even heard my name, you know, I want them to be encouraged by this. It's called the Possibility Mindset Podcast. And it's actually already live. Uh, the trailer and episode one are out um, I just haven't necessarily announced it yet on social media. I want to get a couple episodes in, but please, if you're watching this, if you're somebody <clears throat> who um, wants to ignite that untapped potential that I was talking about, if you're someone who is always trying to become a better version of yourself and exploring and wanting to achieve new levels of greatness in your business, in your family, in your life, in your hobbies, or if you just have like anything from small daily goals to a seemingly impossible goal, this is the podcast for you. Okay. I, I just get real on here and I, I have a, a segment I call Confessions with a Motivational Speaker where I talk about, you know, things that, that keep it real because, Sue, when we come to the stage, right, we may look perfect to some people. We're, we're like the Instagram version of the speaking world, like, I have it all together up here, right? But I, I like to show, you know, my, my scars and, and just all the, so that people can be like, oh, okay, this person's real. This person struggles with the same things I struggle with but they have found ways to, to overcome obstacles. So that's why I like to get real with the crowd and, and you know, my background's in comedy. So it's a really, it's a fun listen. I'm having it a blast. I'm already recording future episodes. Uh, can you tell I'm excited about it? I could just keep, let's just, let's just record my next podcast episode right now. I'm in the right headspace. Uh, but really the possibility mindset again is about embracing that, you know, something greater is always possible for you. Never stop asking the question, what else is possible? So uh, please subscribe. Would love to love to have you all join. We got that. We put it on the screen. So y'all make sure that you do that because awesome. hey, the podcast. I love listening to podcasts. And yeah, this is a live show today. I'm telling you, I the, the fact that you do it live, Sue, you are so brave. You're incredible. <laughs> and it, so we have an audience here. Then ours this afternoon. It'll be a rebroadcast. So we'll have that out there. And then next Wednesday, this does become a podcast. So all, right. all of it ready. And some people I say, love it. missed a podcast. I said, no. <laughs> we, our uh, broadcast director, Lisa Raymond, has come up with this unique way. Lisa! Lisa's ready. awesome, by the way. I got to give Lisa. Yeah. We can uh, you know, share as much as we can with every audience we can reach. So we want to put it out there. So everyone that listens to any of that, please share it and join us. And it's just amazing. It's amazing how all that, you know, gets back. I, I can go someplace and I said, I think I saw or heard you recently. And I'm like, could be. How about my guest? So that's the fun part of it. That's a fun part of it. You would not believe 
time flies when you're having fun. I love oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. I mean, it just goes by, but we've learned so much. Well, Sue, Sue, you're, I, I have to, can I say something just about you real quick? That, well, I, all I'm good ready. things, Sue, okay. all good things. No, I mean, you are incredible to work with. Sue, to any speakers out there who have not met Sue yet, or to any companies that are looking for someone who can find you the perfect speaker for your event, Sue is your go-to. I mean, Sue is so on the ball. Her emails and texts come back to me like, I'm like, well, it's almost like she's answering before I even sent it. I don't know if she's reading my mind or what's going on, but she is so on the ball, so about the details, but all about moving the needle and making things happen. And she's just so real and so passionate about her work and everyone around her. You can probably tell she she loves everyone she interacts with. So um, yeah, reach out to Sue if you have speaker needs. She's incredible. Well, I always get more than I bargained for when, when I started doing this. So thank you very much. That is that is amazing. Thank you. And I, I always say, look, things come when you need it the most. You mm. know, and that's mm -hmm. that that's how that so in closing though, David, I mean Devin. <laughs> you you know what? I've been called Timothy, Mark, Sharon. <laughs> you call me whatever you want to call me. I don't care. I'll be I'll be David for you today. Anyway, that was last week. All right. Everybody calls me David, just so you know. It's uh, very yeah. common. I, I got to give you a hard yeah. time. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Devin, I always ask to close this. What are you going to do today? Mm. To remarkable. Oh, we've got. Thanks, Alan, for that great comment. We'll put it up there in a minute. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> should I answer that now? Or are we going to wait for Alan's comment? Now go ahead and answer the question. We'll, we'll, okay. Okay. We'll question. You know, it's it's been a really busy week for me launching this podcast. Uh, so my three oldest kids have been away at church camp. My four youngest kids have been at vacation Bible school all week. So I've had like the mornings and much of the day to myself to just be able to really focus on my work and having seven kids. All girls, by the way. We didn't even get to that. I know. It's, yeah. I was going to will. All right. It's okay. It's, it's for another time. It's for another time, um, which is they are the biggest blessing in my life. Uh, but there are times where it's hard to get things done. You know, so this really gave me a chance to do that. So um, today and tomorrow, they're starting to trickle back in from church camp. I'm just looking forward to putting all that work aside this weekend and just really focusing on them and just celebrate. I think uh, we don't celebrate enough times, Right what we've done. We're just ready to move on to the next thing. I know I'm guilty of that. So I just want to put things aside so that I can celebrate and so I can also focus on the most important thing to me, which is my family. That's great. And their ages are how yeah. uh let me go. There's a range, but I'll just give them all to you. <clears throat> Claire's 15, Charlotte is 13, Cambry is 11, Elsie is nine, uh Eva is six, Emmy's three, Haven is two. I'm guessing on some of those, Sue. I'm <laughs> I'm not good with names. All right. <laughs> Yeah, people are like, you're going to try for that boy? I'm like, do we sound like quitters to you? No. <laughs> Getting it. Go. Go, girl. All That's right. right. Now, thanks, Alan, for this has been amazing. You know, true story. We love that. We want to make sure that, you know, we share that because that's who we are. Uh, as speakers and entertainers and performers and celebrities, we're storytellers. <laughs> that, that's, that's what we are. So we loved hearing those stories. And 
We just thank you so much, Devin, for being with us here today. And our challenge to our audience is, what are you going to do today to be remarkable? We want to hear from you. Let us know because it's important because you might have heard something here that changed your mind of what you actually can be and what you can do. And we want you to send it to us so we'll know that. And again, thanks for joining us, Devin. We hope you'll come back. I, I would love to. My pleasure, Sue. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I would love to come back. And to have Devin at your next event, make sure you call us today. Yeah, because he books quickly and we don't want you to miss this at all because, hey, you'll be missing a blessing in your life and your audience will thank you, event planners, for, for hiring him. So everyone, uh, we hope you'll come back next Friday with us because we're going to have next Friday's June the 23rd and our guest will be the award-winning dynamic international keynote speaker, creative trainer, author, TEDx speaker, professional engineer, celebrity athlete, and family man, Alan Mallory. Now, right. Alan, Alan Mallory. I love Alan. Yeah. He's one of only 5,200 people who have successfully climbed the Earth's highest mountain, Mount Everest, located between Nepal and Tibet. It's 29,000 feet high, and it's considered the tallest point on Earth. Alan and his family set a world record, and it still stands, by becoming the first family of four to set foot on the summit of Mount Everest. Come and hear and see how that adventure changed his life and how he is helping others see their own Mount Everest, even if you don't want to go to the actual mountain, because he's waiting to help you climb it. You won't want to miss seeing Alan live here next Friday. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't ever want to miss an episode. Now we're building our crowd up on YouTube, so join us and subscribe to our channel because <laughs> You never know. We have all the episodes there and you might forget something that you want to go back and hear again. <laughs> all right. And it's right there for you. And we hope all fathers out there that you have a remarkable Father's Day weekend and we will see you all next Friday. Bye. See ya. Have a great weekend with those seven.